Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And I wanted to share an experience that I had today. Uh, I had a lunch meeting, uh, myself and one of our reps, we had a lunch meeting with this podiatrist customer. And this is a podiatry group. There are three surgeons in the group, and we were having lunch with one of them. And so obviously, one of the things that we do in this job is there. it can be hard to find time in front of the decision makers. And so in a lot of ways, we have to set up these lunch meetings with customers like that to be able to get 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes with them to really understand their business and to be able to present our product and service. So so that's what we were doing today. And what I wanted to kind of share with you from that experience is it comes back to uh, the need for sales reps to understand qualifying the customer. You know, so many sales reps that are out there are good at talking about their product. Like anybody can talk about their product. But the problem is that you don't know, if you haven't qualified the customer to figure out what it is you should be talking about, then you're just wasting time. And so let me paint this picture for you. Let me give you the example from today. We walk in to do this lunch meeting with this podiatrist. And his uh, his practice administrator came in a few minutes before and said, hey, look, this doctor, um, you know, we apologize. He's going to be able to meet with you guys, but he's only going to have about five minutes because he has an emergency that he has to run to at the hospital. We're like, okay, cool. Understand. That's not outside the scope of what we deal with on a daily basis. I mean, it is not uncommon for us to walk in thinking that we're going to have 15, 20 minutes with a customer and they say, you've got five minutes or less. Go, essentially, <laughs> you know, figure it out. Tell me what you have. We got we to gotta knock this out. So, you know, I'm sitting there with, with our rep and we're talking about, all right, so if we only have five minutes, how are we going to drill down in a short period of time to what's important to the customer? And so um, that's kind of, that's the scenario of what we were dealing with today. And so the, the surgeon walks in, introduces himself, we introduce ourselves. He's like, yeah, sorry, you know, I've got to run, but I've got time, you know, tell me what you have. And so our rep rolls right into talking about the products. So it's like, all right, you know, so we have this product and we have that product and here's what this does and here's what that does and here's what this is all about and starts rattling off information about our products and services, you know, starts talking about a BMA system that we have, handing him literature on BMA. And we're 30, well, we're definitely like a minute into this conversation where the rep has essentially talked 95% of the time and has not yet asked a question of the customer. And so I jump in at that point and start asking some questions because we haven't qualified the customer at all at that point. And I talked about, you know, I, I'm not trying to razz our rep. I, I talked with, uh, with our rep after this meeting about it. And, you know, from her standpoint, what she said to me is, 
you know, I knew we had a condensed time. So I was trying to just quickly go through all of the things that we have, all the information that I wanted to cover with him because I, I knew we had a condensed time. And my response to that is when you have condensed time, it's actually more important to start with questions because you're not going to sift through the things that the surgeon doesn't care about or that they don't do or operate on. You know, let me, let me just, I'll come back to that. Let me finish, finish the scope of this and, and I'll put it all together for you. But we started having a conversation about products in the meeting today, later to find out in the conversation, this podiatrist is a non-operative podiatrist. The other two podiatrists in this group do the surgery. He doesn't do surgery. So we just wasted a minute and a half, two minutes of our five minutes, maybe even more than that, but let's just say two and a half minutes of our five minutes. We just wasted half of our time with this customer talking about a couple of products that we have that are completely irrelevant to the surgeon. Because he, he, well, I use the term surgeon. I shouldn't use the term surgeon because he's a non-operative guy to the physician, to the podiatrist. The other two physicians in this practice, that would be relevant for, but this guy doesn't operate. And so we just wasted half of our time talking about products that don't, that are completely irrelevant for what he does. And that's the problem, right? Like that's, that's the importance of qualifying. And that's why, you know, so many, so many reps are good at talking about their products and they can explain their product well. But in my opinion, when you have condensed time, it's even more important to make sure that you're qualifying. Like we didn't find out that he's not operative till halfway through the five minutes that we had with him. That two and a half minutes is valuable time when we're in front of a customer that doesn't have time for us. Like we've got to maximize our, maximize the time that we have in front of the customer. And you know, you could say, well, the surgeon should have told you, Hey, I'm, I'm a non-operative guy. This isn't a relevant product for me. Right. But it's not the customer's responsibility to do that. Number one, it's our responsibility to ask the right questions. But number two, most of these physicians, when, when we just paid for lunch and we brought, you know, we brought in Giordano's. So it was awesome. Had a slice of deep dish pizza afterward. It was delicious. But we just brought in lunch for this physician and the staff in, in this clinic. That physician is not in a position to try to call us out like, Hey, I don't do this. Your, the products that you're talking to me about, I'm not interested in, right? They're trying to be courteous to us. They're trying to be courteous to the people that just spent $50 or a hundred dollars on lunch for them. So they're just going to sit here and hear us out while we pitch a product that's completely irrelevant to them. Right. And so that's the, what I wanted to share with you is that experience and how important it is to qualify the customer. You can't just start rattling off information about your product before you've asked any of the qualifying questions about the customer. Like, uh, do you operate? No, you don't. Okay. I should probably not talk about a surgical product that I have. I should probably focus all my time and effort on the, not in the non-surgical space because we have products for that right? There's plenty of things that we could have talked about with this physician instead of spending our time talking about surgical products that are completely irrelevant. And so you've got to have, what I would tell you, if you are, if you're a current medical sales rep, or if you're wanting to become a medical sales rep, 
you have to have your set of go-to questions that you ask every time, that these are your qualifying questions every time. And it, it starts with, number one, what do you do as a surgeon? Are you a surgeon, right? Like That would have been a better question right away. Do you operate, right? If so, and you do operate, what procedures do you do, right? There, those are just, those should be asked every single time before you ever say anything about your product. What procedures do you do? Why do you do them? When do you do them? How often are you doing those procedures? What else do you do? What's important to you in those procedures? Or in a situation like this, <clears throat> when the guy's a non-operative physician, what are you seeing in clinic? What are you treating in clinic? How does your DME run? Do you guys do the billing on your DME? Do you have a DME management company? Do you have a DME license to be able to bill? All of those qualifying questions give us the data to then be able to figure out how it is we're going to position our products and services to add value, provide value, and solve problems for the customer. But we can't, like, I don't, I don't know why. I think it's just a lack of training, candidly, and a lack of not being willing to put in the time practicing what you're going to say ahead of time. But you've got to ask questions. So many, it's honestly just, I just don't really understand it. So many, so many reps almost refuse to ask questions. Like, why are you not asking questions? You don't, like, you're just assuming that you know everything about this guy. Like, okay, he's got DPM after his, after his name, so he's a podiatrist. So that automatically means he's going to be a customer for our PRP, our BMA, our allograph tissue, and everything else. Like, it, it's not. It doesn't mean, just because he has a title behind his name doesn't mean that he does everything that we need. Or every, doesn't mean that he's a, he's a customer for every product that we have. And so that's why we've got to ask the questions up front. And especially in that condensed time period, you know, like when, when you've got 20, 30 minutes with a customer, you can probably get away with wasting time talking about every product that you have in the bag. Cause you're eventually going to figure out, okay, no, this guy doesn't operate. And I still have 15 minutes left to talk about anything else. But especially once the time is condensed, you've got to ask more questions in that time. Talking faster is not the solution. It's not about, let me try to speed up the way, the way that I talk to get through all of the things that I need to talk about. You know, like that is not the, that's in my opinion, that's not the right approach. It's not, I've, I want to talk about allograft tissue. I want to talk about PRP. I want to talk about BMA. I want to talk about DME. I want to talk about billing. I want to talk about software. I want to talk about all these things that we have. And I'm just going to rattle off as quickly as I can because I only have five minutes. Like, okay. Okay. Whoa, whoa, stop. Out of all the things that we sell and out of all the things that you sell, you're going to get one or two things per meeting that are actually going to be something you can move forward with. Doesn't mean they're going to give the business on, but you're going to have an opportunity on a couple of things. It's, it's not likely that you're going to walk in there and if you've got a, a boatload of products to sell, that they're going to be interested and willing to give you a shot at the business on everything you sell. So when you have the time with the customer, with the physician, qualify them, figure out out of all the things that I have in my bag, what are you going to be interested in number, in, number one? And number two, how can I focus then all of my time and effort into those one or two or three things that are actually of interest to you, right? Like it, it's, it's so fundamental. People buy products 
to solve problems. The only reason they're going to do business with you or they're going to do business with us is because we're solving a problem for them that they currently have. If And if they don't think that they have a problem, we've got to help identify a problem for them, right? They've got to recognize that something could be done better or they could save some money over here or they're not maximizing this part of their business, right? They've they're not looking at it as though they have a problem. Like if they thought that they had a problem, they would have been calling us. We're the ones that called them. We're the ones that set up the meeting with them. It's our job to help them identify a problem that they have. And the only way that that happens is by asking them questions, understanding their business. We can't pitch a product until we understand what their business looks like. How do I know if this guy is or is not a customer for our BMA system. How do I know if this customer does is going to be, if the billing services that we provide on the DME part of the business, how am I going to know if this customer, if that's a need for the customer without knowing what their current business structure is? I don't. And that's why the questions are so important up front. You have to qualify with questions right off the bat. And it doesn't mean like you can't let me unpack that just a little bit more on the question side of things and and I think I should probably do another episode specifically to just the qualifying questions but while we're on the topic I want to kind of share this with you it cannot feel like an interrogation either right you've got your list of 10 qualifying questions that you're going to ask every single time what do you do why do you do it how do you do it how does this work in your business do you do the billing yes you do no you don't do you do surgery which procedures do you do all those questions that you're going to be asking every single time to figure out their business you can't just run through the list like it's an interrogation right <laughs> like you guys i'm sure you've seen those cops movies or whatever it is fbi movies where they sit down in the room and you've got the mirror uh, the glass mirror that people are looking through looking at this person that they're interrogating you can't sit down and make it feel like an interrogation. You've got to make it feel like it's conversational. But understand that you have got to get through these questions quickly in a way that feels conversational for the customer because that's when it feels conversational and it doesn't feel interrogational. I don't interrogational. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> interrogational. We're going to we're going to play like it is. It needs to feel conversational because people open up during conversation. They don't open up during interrogation. Okay, so it's got to feel conversational, but that's that's when you're going to understand what the business looks like for them, what's important to them, what do they have their attention on, right? Like it could be that you know this customer is completely non-operative customer, but last week he he was he spent six eight hours one day dealing with headaches on the billing side of their business for DME. It could be. It's not that customer's responsibility when we walk in the door to say. Here's what you could help me with. I spent eight hours last week working on the DME billing, and that's a headache for me. Do you have a solution? (laughs) This is not the customer's responsibility to do that. It's our responsibility to ask, hey, what are you doing for the billing of your DME? How is that going for you? Is, Is that a profitable area of your business? How many people do you have working on that? Is that a headache for you? Are there ways that that could be improved? Those questions will open up the reality of what we're trying to uncover, right? So um, I hope that communicates. I hope that's, I hope that helps you understand the flow of things. And especially when time gets condensed, because it happens all the time in our business, you've got to use your qualifying questions early and often to figure out what 
what the customer's business looks like and where your opportunities are going to be so that you don't just, you can't just word vomit on the customer. You can't just word vomit everything that you have thinking that at some point in this three minute rant, this customer is going to stop me and say, oh yeah, that is the thing. Like that's, that's not how it works. All right. So, um, work on that list of your qualifying questions. I, you know, I can give you some questions, but candidly, you're going to have to think about what the qualifying questions are for the products that you're trying to sell. Or if you're trying to get into medical sales, what are the qualifying questions that you're going to ask the recruiter that you're talking to, right? What are you guys looking for in a candidate? Why are you looking for that in a candidate? What if you were going to hire somebody like me? What would that look like? What are, from your perspective, what is the risk that you guys accumulate if you hire somebody with my skill set or my lack of experience, right? Those are all qualifying questions that are going to help you as you're trying to figure out how do I pitch myself to get this job, right? Qualifying questions are across the board. It doesn't matter if you have a job in medical sales right now or if you're trying to get a job in medical sales. It's the same thing. You're selling yourself instead of the product, but that's how you're going to get the job. And I'm telling you, if you can go in there and ask those qualifying questions, that recruiter or that hiring manager, whoever it is, they're going to look at you and say, holy crap, this guy knows what he's doing when he's selling. He's going to take this. You're going to take the same approach when you're actually in the field running a territory for us. So um, qualify the customer. You have to qualify the customer before you start pitching your product. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.